Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why? Well, why not? And today's what is a review site. And what kind of review site? Well, I'll tell you. If you're just a little bit more patient and just wouldn't interrupt. <sighs> I can't believe we have to do this every time. It's an English review site for men who visit prostitutes. And it's just an open forum for men who, you know, if they feel like they had a good experience, they want to recommend their prostitute for whatever the great service is. You know, it's like Yelp or, you know, menu pages or except for prostitutes. So we're going to take a little trip down this road to find out what English men like or don't like about their prostitutes. And these are categorized by name and the username of the person. There's lots of extra information. I'll read the first couple just so you get the idea of all the different facts and and uh, things that these guys take into consideration when they're looking for prostitutes. Uh, you know, it could be helpful for any of you Lou Reed's listeners who are active prostitutes in Europe uh, or thinking about becoming a prostitute because that way, uh, you know, you can say like, oh, you know, I've always didn't think that that mattered. Well, guess what? It matters. I mean, you can't take people having sex with you for money for granted. Sure, they'll do it no matter what, but, you know, you want to provide a service that people like, right? I mean, you don't, I don't want to get into the semantics of prostitution because if I think about it too much, then I won't be able to use them anymore and really, what's the point of living if you can't have sex with someone for money. All right, so let's get right into the website. And I think I forgot to mention the website. The website is punternet.com. And a punter is uh, not the American football term for punter, which is the person who kicks the football. It is the, the English term for punter, which is someone who pays for something, usually prostitution. Uh, it, can, it can mean other things, too. But uh, in this case, it just means a John in the American parlance. And I thought I'd just read, they have a disclaimer. These are called the punter field reports. The punter field reports uh, has a little disclaimer on all of them. It goes like this. This field report is the intellectual property of Punternet. Punternet is not affiliated with any escort directory, websites, or guidebooks, or any other person or organization. Individual field reports may be linked from the website belonging to the ladies or agencies mentioned in the reports, but they may not be copied, captured in a frame or child window, have their headers or footers altered, or in any other way made to appear as though they are content of any site other than Punternet. So, just to put that out there, these are not my reports. I'm just reading them. And so, the first one that we will read is field report number 16266, posted March 5th, 2002. I know, it was a while ago. Almost a decade. Who knows if this prostitute is even still hooking? Regardless. From Anal Man. Location, Central London. Location 2, my hotel. Phone number, date, March 3rd. So he waited two days to post this. Uh, day of the week, Sunday. Time of the day, evening. Type of the visit, out call. Time spent, one hour. Price, 180 British pounds, I guess, euro. Her place? My hotel. So a bit messy. Clean, but that's neither to Farisha's credit or mine. Description. Emaciated blonde with too much makeup. The last reviewer was right. The photos don't do her justice. Though in real life, she is obviously an addict. Comments. This is just Sophie of Portobello Road under a different name. I visited her when she was Sophie and wasn't impressed. See previous review. 
This time was awful for different reasons. I recognized her voice as soon as I rang, but she offered a discount, so I caved in. First up, I had to book a hotel because she no longer has premises. I intended to stay in the hotel. I had paid for it, but she gave the name and number of the room to other punters who started turning up after 45 minutes. This girl has gone seriously downhill. She arrived high on crack or whatever shit she takes and proceeded to give an interesting show. More bizarre than sexy. Shoved stained knickers in cunt, then dragged them out. Banana up ass, then peeled with mouth and offered to me, didn't touch it, fisted herself till she bled slightly and attempted that tie trick with a beer bottle. This girl is meant to hold the liquid inside then squirt into the bottle. She just drenched the bed and then smashed the bottle when it fell from her pussy. Next time, do this before fisting, then ran out of steam and spent the rest of the time telling me she had three kids and was dying of cancer. Possibly the saddest, most humiliating spectacle I have ever witnessed. Like watching an alcoholic aging drag queen trying to be sexy. Avoid. Recommended? No. Would you return? No. So that was the Punternet Field Report on Farisha of Central London. It seems like he did not have a good <laughs> good experience. And the next Punternet Field Report uh, is by Old Fury. And it is entitled Punternet Field Report on Shirley of Southwest London. And it goes like this. Location Southwest London. Location 2 Rains Park. Date Monday, 7 September 2009. Time of day 3 p.m. Type of visit in call. Time spent 25 minutes. Price 50 pounds. Her place, block of flats about one minute from Rains Park Station. Reasonable area, easy to find. Be prepared to walk past several expressionless faces gazing from the windows of adjoining blocks. Description, about 5 feet 2 inches, diminutive yet surprisingly podgy. Unshaven, very basic English. Comments, well, what a shocker. Usual description of Japanese, which is pretty normal in this area, equaled Korean. Called Shirley, as in, surely there must be some mistake. Described as size 8 with a 36C bust. Given her generally small stature, she could well squeeze into a size 8, although she's actually quite podgy, nowhere near 36C. Greeted at the door by the maid, who apparently can't speak at all. Motioned to remove my shoes, then showed me into the room. Shirley was already there. Agreed to stay for 30 minutes. Shirley started with a pretty feeble massage, which simply consisted of her running her nails over various parts of my body, presumably to find out if I'm ticklish. Found out that I am in a couple of places. Could prove useful someday. Turned over and she embarked on an oily hand job. <laughs> uh, gross. Um, turned over and she embarked on an oily hand job. Actually, this wasn't hopeless, but equally was, was not meant to be the whole event. Suggested we move on to O.W., and from what I've understood, OW means oral with condom. Quickly realized that I should have stayed with the oily hand job. Such was the paucity of her technique. At this stage, if I could have bent over double, I would have helped her out with a demonstration. After a brief period, Shirley decided it was time to mount. Having applied her lube, this she did. Actually, that's pretty much all she did. Mounted and then remained pretty motionless, other than keeping her arms tight in to limit any touching on my part. Apparently having frozen in time, it occurred to me that I was the one who should be doing the mounting. So we switched to what is probably a far more natural and comfortable position for her, lying motionless on her back. Bizarre to relate, screwing a corpse has long been one of my fantasies. Sadly, in reality, it was nowhere near as good as expected. Unable to come, despite Shirley's request that I do so, I finished myself, of course. The only other event of note was Shirley almost cowering in a ball and shouting no kissing as I apparently moved towards her. 
This was truly a waste of time, money, and effort. If all other parlors closed down, all independents retired, and if I broke both my wrists and arms, became completely bald, and lost all my teeth and sense of smell, and if I became blind, then I might consider returning. In the absence of all that, I will stay well clear of this establishment. Recommended, no. Would you return? No. Although he did say he might consider returning but there was quite a long list of uh, conditions. I am focusing on the negative because that's more funny, but I'll read some positive ones as well. But for now, more negative and from this one is entitled the field report on mistress Prima of Barkingsdale from Puntalot. And uh, we'll skip to type of visit in call time of day, 1130 time spent two price three fifty. her place, Bit bizarre, really. Small house in a very residential area of Essex. Small cul-de-sac. God knows what the neighbors make of it. Small dungeon converted from a bedroom on the first floor. Well-equipped. Description. Mistress Prima. Tall, busty, dark-haired, voluptuous. Frankly, a little overweight for me. Very sexy, though. See the pic on the website. Mistress Kate. Actually pretty similar, but slightly prettier. Comments. I was looking for a dirty session, and in particularly water sports and brown showers. Mistress Prima and Kate specialize in this and have made many films, so I thought I'd try them. First, the venue. Not the best. Small dungeon for three of us, no fresh air, and they smoked all the way through. I could hardly breathe as I was getting over a cold. The action, honestly, a bit underwhelming. Two doms promising domination, water sports, and brown showers should have been a mind-blowing session. I do like the whole fantasy aspect of punting, so having to chat with them while they got dressed and ready ruined the atmosphere to start with. They used a lot of verbal and not enough physical domination, very little bondage, Mild pain, which is all I asked for. Too long spent licking their boots. Why do some doms think that 30 minutes of this is somehow arousing? But did not abuse my ass at all, which was disappointing. Both managed to piss on me, which was nice. But they made no attempt to keep drinking throughout the session to keep the flow available. Did not manage to shit on me, either of them. And if that is a big part of your offer, that could be considered a failing, no? They did call in another sub-guy so that I could suck him off, which I did. But again, the presentation was poor. He turned up in the room dressed, got, got changed while we waited, and joined with his socks on. Not really creating the fantasy. They filmed us a bit, which was fun. Overall, it was disappointing. Great promises, poor delivery. I have ticked the boxes to show not recommended or visit again. On balance, I think that is right. But on a horny day... I might try them again. Well, at least he kind of came out of it with sort of a good attitude. That's not the worst thing that could happen. Just, uh, they pissed on me, but... I mean, I, I did want the shitting, but okay. Uh, <laughs> it's a fair review, I think. And the next negative review is a field report on Chantel of Central London. And the review is by Zane. And Zane writes that it was a 10-minute in-call price 150 her place clean basement flat description as photo so that's a good thing no switcheroos comments firstly let me say agency has promised to return my money in full begin by being invited in by chantelle asked me if you question where i worked then all of a sudden she ran out of the house and started shouting police police anyway i went outside to see what was up and she grabbed a passerby and told him and anyone else that was listening that i was a kgb spy oh boy had to convince a passerby Chantel was on drugs. <laughs> oh boy. Had to convince passerby Chantel was on drugs as her eyes were wide open and scary. Managed to get away and run, but have a cut on my hand where she dug her nail into me whilst outside. I'm physically shocked and spoke to agency boss, who told me Chantel had been robbed a few days ago and tried to explain the situation. Unfortunately, damage has now been done and cannot be recommended. 
That is, I guess they hadn't discussed being accused of being a KGB spy, which, of course, is a total uh, boner buster. And the next review, I'm going to skip to a positive review. Why not, huh? All right. Now I'm going to read a positive review before I go back to some negative reviews, just to show you that some people have great times with prostitutes. It's not all terrible. It's not all horror stories. It's not as dirty as you think it is. It's just perfectly normal and, you know, mostly illegal, but, you know, it happens. And so the next review is a field report on Tiffany of Milton Keynes, and it was written by Lamarack on Thursday, January 27th, 2011. So this is a recent one. So if you feel like you want to get with this Tiffany person, you should feel free to do so because she's still around, presumably. So uh, let's see. It was an in-call. Ten is at 11 a.m., which is, you know, early, pre-lunch. And the price was 220 Her place, safe and well-appointed room with an N-suite bath slash shower. Description, gorgeous-looking size 8 with perfect FF boobs. Dressed in not very much, showing her tattoos off and looking very sexy and raunchy. Comments. Tiffany was full on from the moment she entered the room. A kiss and cuddle and I quickly undressed while we chatted about what we liked. Oral sex it was. So off we went, starting by kneeling on the bed, fondling each other and going into more detail about how dirty we wanted to be. And before I have time to blink, Tiffany is straight down sucking me with great enthusiasm. And away we go, with a long session of mutual oral sex, a change in position with me on my back and Tiffany between my legs, licking my balls and up along my shaft, engulfing me as deep as she can. Tiff really is an expert at cocksucking. Plenty of eye contact, slapping her tongue and face with my rock-hard cock. I have to stop her before I explode in her mouth far too early. On her way to straddle my face and my mouth, I give her a very responsive nipples, a good sucking, then Tiff is over me and I start to explore her very nice and tasty pussy. As Tiff gets wet, she starts to rock herself back and forth. Uh, This is, okay. (sighs) It's amazing how the positive ones are really like, just like uh, penthouse letters. Anyway, as Tiff gets wet, she starts to rock herself across my mouth and tongue. At the same time, my hands are squeezing and fondling her nipples and or holding her pussy wide open. Tiff reaches back with one hand and gently starts to wank me and wow, I'm in heaven. We change to a 69 and now I'm using my tongue and fingers and our oral sex feast continues with Tiff on the bed and me kneeling on the floor between Tiff's legs with my tongue, mouth and fingers enjoying every minute. Eventually, she says, I'm coming in your mouth. And as the leg squeeze on each side of my head, she indeed does, and it's wonderful. I look up and can't help notice the clock on the wall, and we have spent around 50 nonstop minutes having the most amazing oral sex, and still more to come. A quick change of positions finds us lying together, flicking and licking tongues while Tiff strokes my cock, and I'm sliding a finger in and out of her pussy, occasionally taking my finger out to lick it. Before I know it... (laughs) Before I know it, Tiff is on top of me with her wonderful boobs all over my face, and I'm sucking on her erect nipples once again before Tiff kneels alongside me, sucking me again, and we find ourselves back in a 69 position until we finally decide it's time for some straight sex. Tiff rolls on the condom with her mouth and sits on me in the cowgirl position with her blonde hair cascading over those FF boobs, looking totally amazing, and the feeling is as amazing as she slides up and down my cock as I fondle her her fabulous boobs. We change to doggy for a good period of time, another amazing sight and feeling until I pull out and Tiff turns around takes off the condom and engulfs me once again in her mouth i lay back and tiff is really going at it with her mouth tongue and hands until i can't hold back anymore and i say i have to come in your mouth now we change position with tiff on her back and me straddling her chest my cock over her tongue she uses her mouth tongue and excuse me well the pure horny pleasure of tiff sucking my wanking my cock i finally spread out her tongue and around her mouth and engulfed inside her mouth emptying myself looking down and what is the sight what is uh, this is really long um looking down and what is the sight an ecstatic sensation it felt i slowly pull out of tiff's mouth and tiff then lets the cum run out of her mouth under 
her neck and boobs for me, in her words, to lick it all up, which, along with massaging her boobs and pert nipples with my hands, I eagerly start to lick up my cum with my, with, <laughs> and, and with some of my very hung, uh, yeah, uh, okay. I eagerly start to lick up my cum, and with some very horned tongue jousting, it ends up back in her mouth. We continue this between us, and we have swallowed most of it very dirty and just how we wanted it. Time for a cleanup, and we have a super sexy shower together, followed by lying on the bed, fondling each other as we chat about punting. Tiffany on SexStationTV.com and my next visit. A great time with a very bubbly, enthusiastic, and very dirty girl who will make the most nervous of punters feel relaxed and at ease. Recommended? Yes, would return. Yes. Well, I mean, that guy had the most magic experience with a prostitute you could possibly have, I think. Now back to the more depressing ones. <laughs> and this one is a field report on Fern of Central London by Asian Lover. And it was an in-call for one hour, price $130. Her place, ground floor of an apartment block, nice flat, we have to walk past the porter and he can see where you're going, which isn't particularly discreet. Description, lovely petite Asian girl from Vietnam with nice smile and nice figure. Comments, disappointing. Started with OWO, which stands for Oral Without Condom, which she reluctantly performed, even though the agency said she did this service, and despite the fact that I showered in her flat. Her English is minimal, so it is very difficult to converse with her. She wouldn't kiss, nor would she let me touch her fanny or insert a finger when I tried. Oh, so depressing. We then went on to missionary, which only lasted a short while as she seemed in pain and kept grimacing. I asked her to finish me off by hand, which she tried to do with the condom on, but she was still doing nothing for me, so I finished myself off. She then gave me a good Chinese massage, cracking joints, etc. Bizarre thing was that she seemed to be allergic to sperm or something as she wrapped my cock in tissue paper whilst massaging me, presumably to stop anything leaking out. As I can't speak Chinese, it was hard to tell. Overall, she doesn't really seem suited to the job. Whether she does it by choice or not, I don't know. Recommend and return, both knows. Now, she's a girl from Vietnam, so it wouldn't matter if you did speak Chinese, Asian lover, because she probably doesn't speak Chinese because she's from Vietnam. Anyway, moving on to the next delightful review of prostitutes. And the next one is by Liquid Sword, who did a field report on prostitute by the name of Haley of Reading. And it goes like this. Type of visit, in call, 45 minutes, price 80. Her place, flat in modern apartment block right next to TVU. Weird setup. Looks like a family home. Loads of people coming in and out, including some pikey weasel-faced bloke with a ponytail. Description. Over the phone, the male receptionist described her as genuinely 18 and a sexy slim brunette with green eyes. In reality, she was a skanky little rat with bad teeth. She was slim, so it wasn't a complete lie. Belly button piercing, fully shaven, perky B-cup tits. Comments. It wasn't until I turned up that I realized the bloke answering the phone was a family member, possibly a grandparent. There was also another woman there who could be the mother or not. Despite the weird arrangement and my gut instinct to get the fuck out of there, I still stupidly paid 80 pounds for a 45-minute come-twice service. 20 minutes of that was spent waiting. Haley only appeared after I kicked up a fuss, and it wasn't worth the wait. She said she was just freshening herself up. She stunk of cigarettes. The main event lasted all of 10 minutes with some okay-ish oral without condom, a bit of dirty talk, her not me, and two positions. The only thing nice about her body was tits, but that was out of bounds as they were sore. The session ended quickly, largely due to my lack of stamina. She cleaned up and left the room to dispose of the wet wipes and condom, told me she'd be right back. Foolishly, I thought that she would honor the arrangement and give me the full time I'd pay for. Two minutes later, the mother-slash-aunt came in the room while I was still bollocked naked and told me I had to leave because she wanted to have her afternoon nap. <laughs> 
By now, I was fuming. I told her to give me some privacy to get dressed. When I got all my things, I blasted all of them for ripping me off. Everyone was playing dumb. That skanky little bitch claimed she gave me the full service that I'd paid for, 30 minutes sex and oral, complete contradiction to the prices quoted over the phone, and on the actual printed price list that they had in the living room. I told them I wasn't leaving until I got reimbursed. They claimed that the weasel-faced bloke had already taken the cash from the premises and made a call for security. What else could I do but leave empty-handed? The only thing I can do now is shut down their operation, so I urge everyone who reads this, don't even waste your phone credit ringing up the number. Help me put these spiky scumbags out of business and spend your money elsewhere. Don't make the same mistake I did. And obviously the recommendations are no. Now this guy, I mean, you can see that he's he's really trying to do everyone a solid by shutting down this operation. He's sort of like, uh, you know, one of those guys who's like, shame, 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 doing the... the uh, investigative reporting, shutting down the prostitution thing. I would like that if they did that on TV. And for another terrible review of a person who sells their body, this is a field report of Hitomi from Central London by a user by the name of God I Love It. The establishment was known as Asian Supermodels, and this is from Thursday, October 2nd, 2008. Time of day, 2240, which is 10... 10.40 p.m. In call, 40 minutes, 150 pounds. Her place, upper floor flat, on one of those big houses in Gloucester Terrace. Bit messy inside, but perfectly clean. Description, oriental, about 5'3", enhanced breasts, pert nipples, tiny, tiny areola. Definitely not the girl in the photos. Comments. I originally booked Hitomi for 10 p.m., but ran late. Phoned the agency and was told there would be no problem coming in later. Eventually, I got there at 10.40. She answered the buzzer after about four rings, and I went up. This was the strangest punt ever. The girl seemed almost schizophrenic, playing coy and cute one minute, then collapsing into a fetal ball in the bed the next. She asked for the money straight away. Always a bad sign, I'm now learning. Put it away, texted the agency, and then continued her odd behavior, making some pretty weird noises as she did so. Fetal ball, snort, squeal, pop up, coy, smiler, then back into the cuddle up, curled up pose. I asked her whether she was okay, whether she wanted to continue, and she just lay there, squeaking. Should have gone. Should have left when she demanded the money at the off, but she had a micro mini on, no knickers, and really cute butts, so... No anal, despite specifically requested. She said she had piles. <laughs> Fucked her from behind and came on her body. She then wanted cuddling and started talking some odd stuff, but after a few minutes, she was off out of the room and on her mobile. With all the weirdness, that was enough for me, and I got dressed and left her texting. Agency was okay, but the girl... Hmm. No and no. And another negative review. And there's, you know, if you're interested in the real reviews, uh, the positive reviews, you feel free to go to punternet.com because there's plenty of positive reviews. It just, uh, they just read more like porn stories than I, than I'm, than I want to do. Um, so then the next punternet field report is on Diana of Eastbourne and is from September 23rd, 2003. I don't know. It seems like, why are you reading this old stuff? Well, that's, because these are the good ones. A time of day, afternoon, type of visit, in call, time spent 35 minutes, price 60, very cheap. Her place, block of flats, bit run down, in a quiet part of town, area perfectly safe. Description, 40s, lovely Welsh accent, though very tired now, compared to previous visits some months ago. Comments. Guys, be warned, you visit this lady at your own peril. On her previous visit a few months ago, she was a little strange. Talking about suicide attempts is not the best turn on, I know. However, the sex was frantic. <laughs> However, the sex was frantic but fun. Lots of oral without condom and cum in mouth. CIM, cum in mouth. Albeit over very quickly. Took me nearly 10 minutes to leave the flat because she kept talking. Seeing a recent report made me think that she was back to normal. 
No way. Even more strange. She was fine when I arrived, got me to undress, and then onto the mattress on the floor. A quick massage in all the right areas got the old man well excited. Then she almost completely changed into aggressive, obsessed woman. Ordered me to be on my hands and knees, promptly stuck a dildo in my ass with no warning, and no, I hadn't asked her that, and started spanking me hard. I asked her to stop, and she did after a fair amount of view... (laughs) I asked her to stop, and she did after a fair amount of verbal abuse from me. I wanted out. The easiest way was to get this over with ASAP. By now she had my cock in her mouth and I came as quickly as I could. I then tried to get dressed, but she started to move my clothes with more verbal abuse again. Eventually got dressed, took over five minutes, and I had to agree to fuck her in the ass with a dildo. I could then leave, never to return. Guys, do not visit Deanna. She must be taking something. Be warned. Then <laughs> the next prostitute review is of Evelina of Central London from the Escorts Kingdom Escort Service. And that is, uh, this is from September 24th, 2009. Time of day, 2 p.m. In call, one hour, price 300. Her place, this is a very upmarket area of London. A flat with a Georgian terrace square facing a church. Very nice area. Description, unrecognizable. The lady did not match her photo even slightly. Comments. The young lady pictured on the site is described as Evelina, New East European, 5732 b 23 years old. The pictures show brown hair, blue eyes, and wearing gray underwear. No favorable reviews on the webpage in 2009, and still no reviews now. Here's the advert. Let me give the link. Nearly 18 months ago, I was redirected on 24th, 2009, from the advertised Gloucester Road to attend an address at Earl's Court, Southwest 10, to meet her. She was described as new at that time, too. The lady who I met bore no resemblance to this person whatsoever. She had very dark hair, medium length, not brown hair. She was Russian, not Eastern European. She had a noticeable facial blemish on her lower chin. She had a tanned complexion and had a very round face. She was about 5'6". She had a small scar below her left eyebrow, and she said she was Evelina. Certainly not photogenic model looks. She had an Orthodox Christian religious (laughs) icon. The room had Orthodox Christian religious icons on display and even had family photos on the bedside. She said she was 25 years old, instantly aging two years, and twice during the hour she was distracted by her mobile phone going off. I was disappointed not to see the person advertised on the site and got no reply or explanation when I emailed Escort Kingdom about this. Ever since the experience, I have been reluctant to trust photos given on such sites as genuine. Avoid. Now, this guy uh, doesn't discuss whether or not they had sex. I'm, I'm assuming they did. And doesn't describe the sex just that he feels like he was cheated because he didn't have sex with the person that he thought he was going to have sex with. Seems kind of, uh, I don't know, petty. Sorry, mister. No sympathy. Judge Lou has ruled. <laughs> and I'm just going to end this because it could go on forever, the negative ones. And the final report I'll read on this punternet.com read is a report on Kira of Dartford by Eddie G. And it was at 10 a.m. early morning. Call in call 30 minutes. Price 120. Her place. No, a real tip description. Not bad, but also not great either. Slim, dark hair, but definitely on something. Comments had to submit after seeing Laptops. Accurate review of this girl. Laptops is obviously another reviewer. Yes, I admit I was led by the old boy, but this comes close to one of my all-time worst punts. Turned up on time, called Kiera and left a message. Finally got around to calling me 15 minutes later. Don't you want to kick yourself when you know you should have driven away? Finally went along. 
Laptop's description totally accurate. A real mess of a flat. I think even the front door wouldn't close properly. Kira made me feel quite nervous as she couldn't seem to sit down and was a bundle of energy. Couldn't seem to stop talking and jumping around the room. Man, I should have walked away. Finally got down to things, but was so unexcited and also disgusted with myself that actually left before I had completed everything on my behalf. Total waste of time and money. Put down to experience, I think. I would recommend you really try and avoid this girl. On the other side, beginning with an A, she was Kira, but is now Bambi. She has quite a few positive comments, but failed to see how they are really genuine. I hate to say it, but I wonder if she is funding some sort of habit. It would explain their erratic behavior, at least. This is exactly the sort of situation sites like this should be warning guys about. Guys out there, avoid this disaster. Your money is well spent elsewhere. And thanks to laptops for pointing this out. No and no. Okay, so this is a shorter episode of Lou Reads because it's really just reading reviews and not a discussion, which I prefer, but when I saw this, I wanted to do it. So uh, I want to thank somethingawful.com for whoever it was who found this site initially and started a thread about it, and I would not have known about it otherwise. And there's another prostitute review site I may read at a later date. Yeah, you know, I think it is it is fair, you know, like any review site, you know, Yelp or whatever, you tend to get more negative feedback, you know, because people don't bother to write reviews when something is average or good. They tend to write reviews when they're mad because they're all worked up and want to tell somebody about it. So you'd think there'd be more negative reviews of prostitutes, especially these. I would say most of the reviews are positive ones. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll read this last one. Just a, another positive one to end it on, up, on an up note. And this is a review of Natalie and Chantel. And Chantel, two ladies, by Roy111. Not not four ones, because that might have been an angel trying to contact somebody. From the uh, the the Guildford Gold Escort Agency. And uh, just to go down to the review, it said, uh, Discreet location, five to seven minutes from Guildford Town Center. Clean and tidy inside. Natalie, petite, around size eight, with a firm C to D cup. Dark hair, aged around 22. And Chantel, a very, very busty brunette, aged around 22. Comments, the naughtiest ladies I have ever met. Natalie and Chantel gave a fantastic blowjob. Chantel also used her tongue piercing to pleasure me even more. Natalie had a very bubbly and friendly personality and a tight pussy. I could see both ladies very much enjoyed each other's sexual company. If I had more funds on me, I would have definitely done a full lesbian show. Next time for sure, these ladies will blow you away. Yes and yes. See, so it's like a positive review. That's great. Makes me feel good about prostitution all over again. All those other guys had really brought me down, and now I feel good about it. So, you know, I don't, I don't like uh, escorts. I like streetwalkers because uh, <laughs> I was going to make a murdering prostitute joke, but some people don't think those are funny. Hey, you know, write your own. It's a fill-in-the-blank prostitute murdering joke. All right. Is that lazy of me? Do make you do the work? I don't know. Anyway, uh, I was, again, surprised to see that there are so many positive reviews because, uh, I guess, I mean, but do, I mean, I wonder how many people are having sex with prostitutes and not writing reviews. I wonder how many of these Johns even know about punternet.com. I mean, are the prostitutes like, thanks for having sex with me. Hey, you know, if you are you on, you're on the net, make sure you go to punternet and write a review of me, you know, could use the business. I think that, uh, would people do that? Go fill out this comment card. Things like that. <laughs> and the pimp comes around and it's just like, hey, prostitute of the week goes to Chantel and her piercings. Or was it Natalie? Doesn't matter. It was Chantel. It was Chantel. So this is a great, 
lead into Valentine's Day, people. You know, your your other your significant other. You want to think about how they would write a comment card for you after Valentine's Day. You know, did you do a good job? Are you were you romantic enough? Did you surprise them with a dildo in the butt? You know, those kind of things. These are this is how I think I'm going to live my life from now on. What if I was a prostitute? And I was looking to get a good review on Pungernet. I think it's a totally uh, legitimate way to go through life. As if everyone who was, everyone was uh, commenting on how you have sex with them. <laughs> it makes no sense. Um, uh, what else is happening in Lou's life? I'm a bit under the weather. So uh, if I sound weird or not perfect, not normally I sound perfect. I know this. But if I sound a little off, it's because I woke up this morning with a sore throat. Took the day off. And then now that I feel slightly better, decided to do a podcast for you guys. And as always, I want to encourage you guys to vote for Lou Reed's on uh, positively, not negatively, only positively on iTunes and uh, in um, and write a review of how much you love it. Because those are like the crazy metrics that put the podcasts up on uh, iTunes ranking and ratings. And I appreciate it. I've got 39 positive five star reviews on iTunes and each episode is apparently downloaded around 2,000 times. So the rest of you, um, 1,900 people, get to five-star review in this podcast. <laughs> in other Lou Reed's news, there's been some interest in the magnets again. So I think I'm going to order a second batch of the magnets. So I'll keep. So I'll be doing that. I'll post on the Facebook page when those come available again. And also, uh, I did this winter. I did three special recordings for people. Um, and I haven't really heard back whether or not they liked them uh, after I posted them to them. Uh, I'm going to post the last one I did, which was for some friend of a friend uh, of a friend at some university somewhere. I'll just post that on the blog so that you can, uh, if you want to listen to the, the, I read something from a crazy fart forum for someone and, um, haven't heard back if they enjoyed it or not. So you can tell me if you enjoyed it by going to the blog post for this episode and letting me know. Or not, just listen, but I'd prefer to know. And also, if any of the spammers who are constantly hitting my comment page with spam listen to this, which I know they aren't, I'm just going to ask you to stop. But I know you won't because you are the scum of the earth. All right, so that's going to do it for me. This episode of Lou Reads is officially over. I've been Lou. This is Lou Reads the Internet for you. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.